You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Aligned Action Podcast. You are listening to the March 2023 Alignment Report. I'm testing out recording with my mic handheld today, so if the audio is a little different than you are used to, I do apologize for that. Testing it out, I'm a bit of a hand talker, so this is an experiment. We're going to see together how this episode goes. Let's get into it. I'm talking first about what felt most aligned for me this March. One thing is that I really enjoyed attending Alt Summit. Little refresh on that. It's a yearly business conference for creatives. It's held in Palm Springs and it was my first time going. I'm really glad I did. If only to satisfy my curiosity of wanting to go and wondering what the conference would be like. I found it was very nice to get out of the routine of every day and just to be able to try new things and see new things. I thought that the conference was very well planned. It had a great variety of sessions, which I really appreciated. I found that the speakers were very quality speakers, loved the incredible location, and loved the assortment of people. That was really amazing. I got to see in person that I would not have been a fit to speak at the conference. And really, I feel like they did me a favor by not accepting me. I do think that I would have led a really great round table though, but I'm getting ahead of myself. First, I share the realization that then I tell you the things. The revelation that I had this month, the big revelation of March, is that why on earth do I have the title of speaker in my Instagram bio when I don't actually want to speak on stages at all? What I want to be doing is leading workshops, like the yoga teacher or breathwork facilitator vibe, but for business topics. I want to lead with the knowledge that I know is going to make a difference to those who are motivated. I don't want to motivationally speak at an audience. So saying that I'm open to speaking opportunities, while it's true, it's not precisely what I want. I want to be leading talks that come with a workbook. That's just more my style. The teacher in me just has to make everything very actionable, very interactive. I never was a lecturer kind of type when I was a teacher and I'm not like that in the business space either. So this month I updated my bio to read workshop facilitator. That feels like a sigh of relief and it ties into that whole Alt Summit experience as well. If you remember I had applied to be a speaker and I didn't get in and then on the podcast I committed to attending anyways and I I'm very glad that I went. Alt Summit had so many different styles of presentations, which was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. So they had things like 15 minute talks, but also longer deep dives, interviews, panels, some expert help desks where you could talk one-on-one, but they also had keynote speakers where one person was addressing the whole audience and attendee led meetups, which were I think my favorite part of everything and round tables, which were really cool. Essentially the entire room of conference tables had one person at each table talking about one specific topic and they had a little card that told you what topic was being discussed at that table. And then those of us who were attending the conference could choose which ones interested us and we could just rotate around to get more hands-on and more one-on-one conversation with those leaders. And that is more my thing. I don't love talking at people. I much prefer smaller groups and working with people. So I'm sorry the beginning of this episode was a little scattered. I feel like it can be summed up in Alt Summit was great and redefining myself as a workshop facilitator 
writer rather than a speaker feels great also. Aligned in March felt like me really loving working with my subscription people in both senses. I have a subscription for action calls now, which is like getting regular mentorship, tech support, copywriting, design, all the things support. And I also have the subscription for Facet where you get print issues quarterly as well as some coaching calls. Both of these avenues is really where my heart is at right now. I am loving developing relationships with ongoing clients. And that surprises me a bit because earlier on in my business, I spared myself this. I did more one-off projects back then. And that was because I wanted to honor my energy of preferring to work project-based. I do tend to get bored really easily, but I'm finding that that's fine with my one-on-one clients because every two weeks we're working on something different. I get to build relationships, which I love, and I get to tackle different tasks and different aspects of each of their businesses with them. And I'll give you a little snapshot into what I've been doing in those. With one client, we created a MailChimp landing page for her. So we created the imagery, we created the copy, and then we connected it to her newsletter list and then also built a QR code so that she can print it and have it at her next in-person event. That way she gets more people who she's actually making connections with in person onto her list. And I also mentored her on freebie creation. So I gave her some ideas of what I would recommend creating for an opt-in based on her business type. And with this client, love you, A. I also do a lot of capacity building. I remind her that tech issues happen to everyone. We all have to refresh the page or like log out, log back in every so often. I get to be a sounding board for all the ideas that have come up in the last few weeks. I help her prioritize and I also help her to execute on the ideas. So it's a combination of doing the task while she watches on the screen and also giving instructions and recording myself so that she can do tasks independently. It's quite different from what you traditionally experience in a coaching situation. Although the container looks a lot like coaching in the sense that it's a monthly payment and you get bi-weekly calls, it really is different because we're learning and actioning right on the call. And it's less about talking through mindset things that have come up and more doing. With my other action call subscriber client, I've been working on giving some website feedback for design and for layout. We've been reworking service descriptions and I've been consulting on newsletter content series. And I want to just take a sec to explain what that means. I'm a big fan of serial content, like a type of content that repeats over time. I am a huge fan because I feel like it's a very big trust builder between you and your audience. And that's part of what gets your emails actually read and your posts actually clicked on. So when I work with clients, I always work with them to figure out what's that repeating thing going to be for you in your newsletter or in your content. So with this client, I made a suggestion, we talked it over, and we made some plans for how she's going to share that every month and what kinds of things she can teach on through this one content series in a way that excites her audience and that they look forward to reading it every month. And then also with this client, we've been working on a fun Squarespace form hack. If you've tried using Calendly before for appointment scheduling, you might be aware that the free version does not always work so well with the added questionnaire. One of my favorite ways to get around this is to create a form on a page on your website itself. In this case, for this client at Squarespace. And then we make the button redirect over to Calendly. This works the best for discovery calls so that you can get the information that you need from potential clients before they can book in on your calendar. That order works better, of course, so that you don't have the problem of people booking in without you knowing anything about them, without knowing their details. So that's what's been going on with the second subscription client. The reason I talk about it, the reason I like talking about what actually happens on these action calls in these alignment reports is because it helps to make the behind the scenes more visible. I'm reminding you that other business owners are also having the same questions of how do I connect this to this? What do I put in my newsletter? What should my website sound like? 
how can I do this without paying for yet another subscription? You are not alone with these struggles. That's why I go into this level of detail. Moving on to the other subscription I have, and that's Facet. The monthly call for Facet is one of the absolute highlights of my month. Creating the new issue of Facet was delightful once I got going. I started a little late on the Better Your Brand Voice issue, and my first 10 pages were slow, but once I got into the rhythm of it, it all felt very aligned. I'm loving finding creative ways to teach concepts within the parameters of print. And I do a lot of creative research every time that I'm writing and designing a new issue. So I look through PDFs of old teen magazines. I'm looking for that nostalgia factor. I'm looking for the quizzes and like the forms and the graphs and all these things. And I also leaf through current copies. One of the realizations I had this month is that I can access a lot of different types of publications on my library's Libby account so that I get to learn from publications that are outside of my niche. Like in real life, I wouldn't buy a cooking magazine because I just don't care that much about the content, but it's worth leafing through in a digital format that the library is paying for. Wouldn't it be cool if libraries started carrying facet? I would absolutely love if you could check it out of the library. That would make my year. Uh, if anyone listening has any library contacts you can connect me with, I would gladly lead free workshops too. Just, just saying. Okay, back on track. The Facet subscription has been a delight because I get to have the novelty of a new topic every quarter. And I also get to do the ongoing relationship building of connecting with my subscriber base and I get to cheer them on in their businesses. I'm really loving the format that this is taking at this place in my business where I get to design and create for print. And I also get to do that kind of one-on-one -on -one and small group connecting. However, to segue into not aligned from there, I did March's call for the Facet subscribers right after getting off a plane in Palm Springs and feeling very anxious. The topic of the call was the inner voice calming call for the social proof issue. It felt very ironic that I was about to be leading a mindset call when my own mindset felt not okay. Although I used to love, love, love traveling alone, I really struggled this time. I'm honestly hoping and crossing my fingers that this is an isolated incident and I'm going to be back to my usual self for my next trip. But I don't know. I had a lot of anxiety come up while I was away this time. A lot of worries and stresses over small decisions, a lot of pressure that I put on myself. I let things happen like like small things like pastry shops that didn't take credit cards and taxi drivers getting mad at me. I let those things rattle me and put me in a bad mood that lasted. And I found myself really wanting Jeff along with me, not just because I missed him, but also just because I wanted company with all the all the weird travel things that come up every time you go on a trip. The last several trips I've been on have all been with him and I didn't love like being on my own throughout it all. I didn't love that aspect this time around. Leading the call though at that time from that place was was actually a way for me to really turn my energy around. Because I showed up for my subscribers in that moment, I was able to really calm and quiet my own mind. I'm really grateful for, for that. When I, I find when I'm holding space, I often like I'm holding space for myself at the same time, I guess would be the best way to put that. The call went really well and I got to support my subscribers. It was fine. It was just really strange to be in a weird mindset place myself and then also leading a call about mindset, which just goes to show that like we're all experiencing these things, sometimes one after the other, but sometimes in real time at the same time. Also not aligned in March is... I messed up the printing of the second issue. Not so much that I can't sell these copies, but enough that I know about it and you'll know about it when you leave through it. And it does impact the consumer experience slightly, which really sucks. 
So what happened is I uploaded all of my pages to the printing company and then they got back to me saying that two of the pages had a print bleed issue, meaning that the background didn't go fully past the border of the page. And so they asked me to resubmit. And when I resubmitted, I accidentally exported the entire file that included the cover and the back cover. And when I added them into the program, basically inputted the cover as if it was the first page, which wound up being like the inside cover. And then it omitted my last two pages. So it omitted my very last, what would be the inside cover and it omitted the, what was actually the back cover. And so that doesn't sound like that big a deal, like a page missing, but what it actually meant is that all of my pages were offset by one. All of what I'd originally designed to be like a left, right, open at the same time kind of spread turned into a, those pages are back to back. Every single layout in it is backwards of how it's supposed to be. I honestly think like I'm going to notice more than other people. There's only a few pages where it's very obvious that like the form was meant to go all the way across. The spreadsheet was meant to go like stretch wide and instead it's a flip. You have to look back to back to see that. This is really annoying for me because as you know, production value is very important to me. I want things to be 100% professional when they go out. I want Facet to look like a real book that you'd pull off the real shelf at a real bookstore. I mean, like it is real, but I just don't want it feeling cheap in any way. So this print problem is annoying and it happened because I was going too fast. I was rushing. Sometimes I rush through things, even things that are really important. I skip steps. It's a hallmark of being a manifesting generator in human design. I know this about myself, but it's really annoying. I want to be the kind of person who double checks and triple checks and never makes any mistakes ever. Is that is that too much to ask? Um, so I ended up opening the box in the presence of two of my three step kids. So I had non-adult witnesses when I discovered my own mistake. And as a person in general, I am more likely to get mad than I am to cry. I probably would have sworn about it really loudly if I hadn't had an audience. So the fact that I did was actually helpful because instead of me dwelling too long on it and being really down on myself, instead, initially I felt disappointed and then I accepted responsibility. Like it wasn't the company's fault, it was mine. And it could have been prevented if I hadn't been in such a rush to print and get it back from the printers. Like it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. And then I moved into repair mode. So I decided to call out my error in each of the handwritten notes that I write to subscribers. And I decided to send an extra gift with each subscriber issue as well. I want to be open with mistakes and I want to be proactive. It's important for me to lead by example. I hope that the impact on the readers is not, um, I hope it's not too much. And that brings us to the most meaningful actions of March. Today's is going to be a little bit rapid fire because I'm working on a recording deadline today of my stepkids coming back from archery that hopefully doesn't interrupt this recording. So most meaningful actions of March for me, I designed, wrote, and published a second issue of Facet. That's a win. I recorded 10 podcast episodes in one week on this topic, on bettering your brand voice. And you'll be seeing some of those episodes appear very soon. I joined a program created by Jordan from Systems Saved Me. It's called Ready, Set, Collab. And I can't wait to experience this really unique offering. It's all about creating marketing collaborations with all the other fun people inside the program. I'm definitely going to tell you more about it in April's episode for sure. Four, I attended Alt Summit. I made great connections with my roomies, great connections with attendees. I crossed off my goal of attending one conference this year. Actually, I revised it. It initially was going to be two per year, but I've changed that. Unless I'm attending as a workshop facilitator, I probably won't be attending any more events in 2023 as an attendee. 
Five, I met one of my biz besties in real life. I met Blake in San Diego. For longtime listeners, you might recall that Blake was my biz babysitter back in 2021. We've done lots of collaborations and we were each other's client a bunch, especially around the time when Aligned Action, the mini course was a thing. It was amazing to connect in real life and love each other just as much in person as we do online. And lastly, I hosted a small gathering for a few local acquaintances, all people who've read the book, The Art of Gathering. We got together to talk about the book and what we might like to create from our discussion. And I have no news yet about what that whole thing might turn into, but it felt really brave when I made the ask. It's always vulnerable for me to reach out to people and basically ask if they want to be my friend uh, and bond over some kind of niche topic that we're both interested in. So lucky for me, everyone said yes this time and it was really great for my own confidence to follow through on that and create that gathering. And that is the story of my month of March. I'm curious what March was like for you. Your aligned action after listening to this episode is to reflect on how the month went for you. What felt most aligned in March? what didn't feel aligned at all, which meaningful actions are you most proud of? Journal it out or talk it out. Even voice message me in DMs on Instagram at Clear Quartz Creative. That would be extra special and I would love to receive that and hold space for you. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.